The PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. What if we could block a protein to stop runaway cell division? Dana-Farber Cancer Institute laid the foundation for CDK4-6 inhibitors, drugs designed to treat many advanced breast cancers. Learn more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. In whatever role he appears, in films or TV, as a lead or as a character actor, Paul Giamatti always makes an impression. Last month, he won a Golden Globe Award for his performance in the film The Holdovers, and the role has now brought him his first Best Actor Oscar nomination. He recently spoke with Jeffrey Brown for our arts and culture series, Canvas. I can tell by your faces that many of you are shocked at the outcome. In The Holdovers, Paul Giamatti plays Paul Hunnam, a crusty 1970s-era New England prep school teacher, ever ready to quote Marcus Aurelius and take down his pampered charges. I can't fail this class. Oh, don't sell yourself short, Mr. Coates. I truly believe that you can. I'm supposed to go to Cornell. Unlikely. The setting was well known to Giamatti, who had himself attended such a prep school as a teenager and comes from a family of educators, including his father, Bartlett Giamatti, who served as president of Yale University. But familiarity also presented an unfamiliar acting challenge. It's one of the first times I've ever felt that sort of close to something, you know, where there was that much available to me, consciously and unconsciously, which was a good thing. I mean, and I was drawing on lots of, on a deep well of things, but yes, it was sometimes uh, kind of uncomfortable. I was like, wow, I, I'm not acting enough. What does that mean, I'm not acting enough? This feels so familiar to me that I wonder if I'm doing Am I, am I doing enough? Am I doing the, the job well? I've never had the experience before of this. It was a really peculiar, peculiar thing. So how did you deal with it? How did you overcome it? I just kept doing it. <laughs> the Germans have been reinforcing two regiments all day. Giamatti has made his mark in small parts, saving Private Ryan in 1998. When someone talks to you as though you are of no consequence, you have two choices. And large, the Showtime series Billions. He's been a primate in Planet of the Apes and a founding father in the HBO series John Adams, for which he won an Emmy. Now either you are stuck raving mad or I am. Good day, sir. A breakthrough star turn came in 2004 with Sideways, directed by Alexander Payne, with whom he's reunited for The Holdovers. Need I remind you that it is not my fault that you are stuck here? In which three wounded souls find themselves left behind during the Christmas break. Giamatti's Hunnam, a troubled student played by Dominic Sessa, and the school's cafeteria manager, a grieving mother whose son died in Vietnam, played by Davine Joy Randolph, herself a Golden Globe winner and Best Supporting Actress nominee. Can we say it's his birthday? It's my birthday. It's brilliant ensemble acting, and for Giamatti, the very essence of his profession. It's interesting, the whole idea of sort of chemistry, because people often ask actors, like, how is it that you find this chemistry? And I actually just think it's, at bottom, it's, it's my job. It's my job to get along with other people. <laughs> it's my job to engage. You mean in a staged or in a yes, theatrical? Yes, but it's yeah. my job to find something that I connect with these people and then can do it. It really seems at bottom mostly what I do is to try to find chemistry. And sometimes you have to fake it. 
and it'll still, if you're good at it, it'll still look like it works. But, but then most of the time you have something like this where we all just melded and it was really nice and we had that magical thing just happening anyway. He knows your character that everybody can't stand him. He, he kind of likes it that people can't stand him to some extent. He also knows though, and this is where I think you, I mean, you struck me as doing something very interesting. He knows the holes in himself and that somehow you have to show us that. Yeah, well, he has a, a self-awareness. He's a self-aware man, which is probably only makes life harder for him. Probably if he was more oblivious, he would be better off. And hopefully, yes, you see these kinds of holes in him and, and his awareness of them, and that gives you some sympathy for him. That blue-blooded Prick's family had allies on the faculty. I mean, their last name is on a library, for Christ's sake. So he accused me in order to sanitize his treachery, and uh, they threw me out. But how do you do that as an actor? How do you bring that out? I'm thinking of roles where you're talking a lot more mm -hmm. and where you're emoting a lot more. Mm -hmm. This character is a little calmer, a little quieter, for the most part. Yes, for the most part. Yes, that's interesting. I start from the script. I mean, I really do. That's the basis and the foundation of the thing. And I'll discover more about the character the more I sort of investigate the script. And the interesting thing with film is so much of film really, really lives in the inarticulate moments, the wordless moments. Do you like those moments? I actually like those the most in things. We're film acting where it flowers because, because you're expressing everything just through, you know, it's all just bodily expression and that's amazing because, you know, it's, it's, it's the kind of exploration of, of consciousness and unconsciousness and things like that that makes film different from stage. Always though, his decision to take a role begins with the script itself. A close reading to see if he wants to keep turning the pages. I'm not being facetious when I say this, but to actually just keep reading the script, if that's what I get is the script at first, which is usually what I want to see first. You know, even before I'll meet the director or something, I want to see what the story is. If the story compels me to keep reading it, that's the most important thing. Then it'll be maybe the character and the director and who else is doing it. I'm lucky to be able to choose like that. Wasn't always like that, I assume. No, no it's not for <laughs> most actors, no. Or even for you or at some point, right? Well, no, definitely for a long time. Did you have doubts about uh, whether it would all work? Sure, I don't think there's an actor alive who doesn't have doubts who hasn't sort of encountered doubt at some point, if not all the time, sure. You just don't know. It's such a crazy gamble of a thing to do with yourself. Do you have any sense of why it worked out? <laughs> <laughs> what do you tell yourself? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, at the same time, I had a funny sort of sense that I'd manage, I would manage to find work. I had this a funny kind of low-level confidence that I'd find stuff to do. Low-level? <laughs> yeah, low-level of confidence. I wasn't going to go too far, you know, I didn't want to jinx things, but I had a sense that, you know, doing, as you say, the kind of character actor work, I'd find stuff, I'd be okay. But, you know, you go through rough patches where you're not sure, you know? And then, I don't know, I just kept enjoying it, I kept loving it, so that kept me going. In the meantime, congratulations, Paul Giamatti, thanks for talking to us. Yeah, my pleasure, man, thank you. Online, hear more from Paul Giamatti, including what his favorite holiday is and why. That's on our YouTube page.